0: Of course, it's gassy. <laughs> right in the microphone. That's great, kiddo. That's real great. She's really testing everybody's <laughs> uh love of her right now. <laughs> that's not true. No, that's what? not true. Everyone no. loves Olive. She can Everybody do whatever she does. wants. She really. She has can. that perfect place in the world where she can do no wrong. <laughs> right. Look at her babies. sweet little face. I know. How can you not love? I that know. Kid? Hi, guys. Welcome hey. to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Witches, Magic, Murder, and Mystery podcast. I'm Kara. I'm Megan. We're just talking about how great Olive is. <laughs> and hungry all the time. I hope that you guys, if you're on Instagram, that you're following us because you get to see cute little baby pictures of Olive and her sweet happy face. And it's oh, just yeah. the best thing. She really is. And if you're on the Janice level, of course, make sure that we've got your uh, name for the close friend circle. So we're here today with an episode. Oh, I wanted to say in case you guys missed the announcement, I started a second podcast. This one's just me. And it's just basically, it's like I took the things that I love about the witch stories. You guys know how I'm always saying like, wow, I just think it's so great that these women were just living their life. And here we are talking about them all these years later. They like were so inspiring just by being true to themselves. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I love them so much. And so I decided to make a podcast out of those kind of stories, just like people who, are not afraid to be whatever they want to be. Sometimes that means having to fight against insane forces that are trying to get them to stop being what they want to be. It's a weekly podcast of those kind of stories. And if you'd like to subscribe to it, you can look up The Ordinary Amazing wherever you listen to podcasts. And I'll put that information in the show notes too, so you can look it up later. And this isn't an anchor ad. This is not an anchor ad. (laughs) So that's it. I'll probably uh, try yeah. to make a little ad for that and put it in some of our episodes, but I don't know when I'm going yeah. to accomplish that. <laughs> Someday. You know, time, yeah. days, things. <laughs> okay, so we all know that I love to uh tell stories about places that I go. Mm-hmm. So I looked up the folklore of Polly's Island because that's where I was last week, and that's why we didn't have another episode we had several actually and I was like, oh. Yeah. But we had poor Sophie convinced that we saw one of these ghosts like the whole entire time we were there yeah. to the point where she almost didn't want to sleep in her own room. Oh, you guys. <laughs> But at the end, she thought it was hilarious. Yeah. So on the way home, she was like, jokes about it. And now it's like jokes about it yeah. randomly. Like she brought it home with her or whatever. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, we got to give our kids something to talk to therapists about later. You know? Yes, exactly. Just makes and them more interesting. Right. I mean, she is like my perfect straight A, never have to question homework kid. Like straight sense maybe lacking a little bit, but... You know, she's amazing. So she's me when I was 13. (laughs) She's amazing and we love her. Okay, so the first one is a boo hag. A boo hag. A boo hag. my boo hag. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a term of endearment. She's my boo hag. You probably don't want a boo hag though. <laughs> my little boo hag. I like it. <laughs> well, if someone cross- called me that, I'd be like, ah, that's so sweet. That's amazing. Thank you. I love it. <laughs> Except for the fact that it's a cross between a sleep paralysis, <laughs> a sleep paralysis demon and a vampire. <laughs> 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 but it sounds so cute. I my know. little boo hag. <laughs> Okay, I just want a shirt that says that now. <laughs> I'm going to say that probably needs to go <laughs> in the merch <Merkster> section. hag. <laughs> okay. If you have been here for a bit, you know that I'm obsessed with Charleston. It holds some of, like, my favorite trip memories I've ever had. And um, the Gola culture, they believe that people have a spirit and a soul. So they believe that once you die, your soul goes to heaven or hell, depending on the life you live. And then your spirit will stay behind to help guide your descendants as part of the ancestor worship that makes up the hoodoo stuff. Wow. So if you're evil, your spirit's going to mutate into a boo hag. No. Mm. And you'll become a sweet, a, a vampire who Causes paralysis? Correct. So it's a creature of the night. Uh It's skinless. It has red muscles. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. No, wait. Skinless? What does that Skin- mean? Oh, wait. You just wait. Wait, wait, wait. It has blue veins um, and eyes that reflect like a cat. Um Sometimes it has white hair or hair that grows. I don't, it's just like weird. It grows out of what, though? There's no... That's I'm so right. perplexed yeah, by exactly, the skinless exactly. part. Uh-huh. They have hair? That grows. Their fingernails seem to grow too, but it's like their fingernails look like, you know, when people get older and their nails like get all dehydrated looking. Like wrinkly sort of, like ridged and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they say that they use witchcraft and evil evil magic to just like make innocent people have sleep paralysis. And there's actually an infamous painting of a demon that is like feeding on life force. I think I've, now that we're talking about this, I think I remember when I was doing the episode on sleep paralysis yeah. that I read, I did read about the book. Okay. House. So it's called the nightmare. Yes. Um, Is a yeah. painting and it wears their victims skin. So that's why it's skinless. They wear the skin of their victims. Well, this sounds disgusting. <laughs> It says the boo hag looks human during the day because it wears the skin of its previous victim. Oh no. So it loses it like daily. Gross. Well, skin suits. Yeah. It's like a cat really. It says it sucks the air from your lungs as you sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Does your cat ever do that? Like Sophie's cat? Will like lay across her neck sometimes, and she'll wake up and be like, "Oh my gosh, somebody's suffocating me!" No, it's her cat. And this why they had like all the folklore around cats and like how they're evil. I think that's part of it. That people say that cats are dangerous. Yeah. Probably. Um, My cat would never. No, he's so sweet. He's an angel. Yes. Oh, there's a Gullah saying that um, don't let the hag ride ya," <laughs> And it's because the boo hag will crawl on top of you and just like suck all your air out until you like rise up. So it's like literally on top. Of you. Listen, everything you just said was entirely, I'm not mature enough to discuss the boo hag anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> It says, this article said, if you're lucky, you might wake up extremely exhausted. Oh, my God. A sign of a visit from a boo hag is someone who slept all night but got no rest. An unfortunate encounter with the boo hag ends with you waking up With the creature still riding you. (laughs) Who, who came up with this? (laughs) Who wrote this article? (laughs) One teenage boy decided. (laughs) Exactly. So you can place a broom near the door of your room because it will be forced to stop and count the bristles. It just, for some reason it stops and it counts the bristles. Hmm. You want it to be distracted. Right. You want it to be distracted long enough until the sun comes up and then it, it returns. To die in the sunlight because it doesn't have a skin suit on because it couldn't take yours. Oh, so that's how you get rid of them. You have to, like, break that cycle? hmm Yeah. Okay. Um, it's also like a slug, I guess, because this one article says you can sprinkle salt Ew. all over it while it's sitting on you. <laughs> and so then it can't return to its non-skin body. And, and it'll die in the morning. Hmm. But it said that one's tricky. <laughs> I just really enjoy this legend very much for many reasons. Yes. Yes. Okay. So then there's another one. Um, Have you ever seen like blue painted roofs or like doors or something like that as you go down towards this area? Yeah. My, my, the roof of my front porch is painted blue and I don't know why. Okay. Well, there's a story called of the hate blue paint. Mm. It's indigo. So Gola, the word hate means spirit. So when European colonists came to the New World, they were um trying all sorts of crops to see what's gonna grow there, see what they can like make money on. And indigo was super labor intensive, but the blue color that they got from it, they were like this this is like gold to us. So is indigo a plant? Uh-huh. What is it? It's kind of like you know how you can dye things with beets or uh-huh. stuff like that? Like you they would get blue dye from it. Oh. I was just looking up. I had no idea that indigo was a plant. I only knew it as a color. So it's an herb. Interesting. Yeah. The root is used to make medicine. Well, that's cool. Isn't it so cool? Okay. So in Gullah, the blue is a sacred color, and it's helpful in warding off evil spirits. So they would have blue bottles dyed with indigo. They would place these bottles at the end of tree branches or sticks to create bottle trees. The neighbors across the street have a bottle tree. Oh, yeah. I see. That was all over the place. And some people are like, oh, it's just decoration. Well, really, the background of it is it's a deterrent for spirits. The spirits slip into the bottles, but they can't escape the tiny openings because of the color. Oh, I love this. And if there's a bottle ringing or rustling, it means there's a ghost inside of it. Okay. I buy that. (laughs) 100%. I love it. It <laughs> makes me want to have a bottle treat. Exactly. Now. We should, we should have a tie dye day where we do bottles yeah. and make a drink. Tr- we should drink a lot of bourbon mm. and when you're not breastfeeding because we're going to need the bottles. We are just, just for the bottles. Yeah. Perfect. And, and then we'll dye it in blue because those are like the coolest bottles to dye. Perfect. Amazing. Absolutely. Solved doing it. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> that's definitely happening. Yes. So, they would use these vats, and they would mix them with blue and with lime and other chemicals, and they would make, like, a robin's egg blue, and they started calling that the haint blue. Hmm. Um, And it was so close to the color of the sky and the sea. So, like, the coastal low country of South Carolina became, it was, like, the main thing used to keep all the evil spirits away. Hmm. So, they would paint windowsills, shutters, doorways, All sorts of things to keep the boo hags away because it was supposed to cause confusion because they would think that they stumbled onto a body of water, which they're not supposed to cross. So the boo hags are easily distracted by, like, just the color blue and bristles of brooms. This color blue. If it looks like a body of water, they're confused by it and bristles because they want to count all the bristles. They don't seem very smart. (laughs) No, they sure don't. Scary, but not very smart. Maybe they climbed onto a few of the wrong people. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe so. Maybe. Kara. Yes, Megan. I have been seeing all over TikTok these hair straighteners. Ever since I got my hair cut, I still feel like I'm learning how to do my hair all mm-hmm. over again. Let me tell you, I have found one that works really well. It's um, from Tymo. Uh-huh. T-Y-M-O. Yes. And it is the company for getting the best type of straightener for everything your hair could possibly need. It's all over social media right now with products from $59.99 to top of the line straighteners. Each of their products are built to last and have so many options for whatever your hair needs are. So Karen and I received a couple of the products. We got a straightener and a blow dryer. So I'm going to talk about the straightener because that's the one that I have used. It has a cordless design which makes it so brandy. You traveled with it. Yes. So it's great for getting a good hair reset on the go because it's so portable and convenient. It's called the Porta. It has this 3D comb design which is enhanced by cutting edge MCA. Anionic Technology. So you brush it through your hair, it straightens as it goes, and it pushes against this ceramic plate that gives a frictionless glide that promises to curb frizz by 50%. And I've totally seen that because my hair gets frizzy and this just really smooths it out. I really loved it. Okay. So I got the Air Hype. I'm obsessed with it. I have just like naturally using the code WMM30. So that's just two M's. You guys know our codes usually have three. So just keep that in mind. So with so many great products to choose from, now's the time to upgrade your styling and curling kit. So go to tymobeauty.com and use the code WMM30 for 30% off your first purchase. Goodbye. Goodbye. Then there's this old gun church in South Carolina. And it's in ruins. Please do not trespass. There's a big fence around it. You can take pictures from outside the fence. Do not climb it. The fence is super tall with barbed wire. Let's all be good citizens. This is okay? us very clearly telling you to follow the rules. <laughs> right. Yes. Please, we did not say go do this. Construction began in 1859 to replace a little tiny church on the same property. And it's officially known as Prince Frederick's Chapel. It took more than 16 years for them to finish it. And there were all sorts of people that did stuff there. So after a while, rice growing, it just wasn't doing so well. So the church began to kind of just like fall apart. In 1966, the structure was deemed unsafe in all parts except for the west facing wall of the church was demolished. What they used to be the entrance to the church through the ground floor of the bell tower, it leads to Hollow Field, hmm. which is gorgeous in the pictures. Oh I bet. But there's some ghost stories to it. There are two contractors for the old church. One's Philip and the other's Edward and their gun, Philip and Edward gun. Okay. Um so during this construction one of them, they're not really sure which one uh, was on the roof, which was super steeply pitched, mm. and he fell to his death. Ooh. And there's a rumor that if you're there and you're super quiet, you can hear his screams and hear him falling. Oh, No. <laughs> But like I said, don't trespass. Just go right. to the fence and see if you can hear it. Just hold your ear out. Yeah. 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 Hold your ear hold your out. Ear like, take your ear, like ear off and off, just hold it. Take it out it off there. and put it through the fence. <laughs> yeah. Good, Good luck. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Throw <laughs> your ear over the just see if you hear anything. <laughs> and then another one I told that story when I was talking about Charleston, about the girl who got sick, loved this guy, her family didn't approve, so now she like wanders the cemetery. Mm-hmm. But some people are saying that that's not actually her grave. Some are saying that in this grave near Polly's Island in Charleston, that it's actually a little girl who died and it's her gravestone there. Oh. But some people still believe it's the ghost of Alice and they actually go lie on top of it to see if she'll come visit. And oh. some people throw diamond rings at her. Oh. Yeah. Well, okay. I would not go lay on top of anybody's grave. No, don't. Don't do that. I've gone and sat on my mom and Pat Balls just to like hang out with them and stuff. Oh, yeah. There's people I'll visit, but I guess I just feel like it's disrespectful. Stranger danger is still very true while they're dead. (laughs) You do not know what you're dealing with. (laughs) Do not talk to them. So then the last one is, I'm sure there are several more out there, but this was the last one that I chose. The house that we stayed in had several documents about the gray man you know we read a little bit about the gray man like coming in because it's a tiny little town and um willow of course was like oh I, i'm i sure i'll see him and we were like no 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 no." Um, yeah i'm sure she will actually no 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 please <laughs> yeah okay so it says this one article actually on wikipedia says legend holds that the gray man is the ghost of a young man traveling from charleston to see his fiance. On the way, he and his horse were caught in quicksand like puff mud in the marshes before Polly's Island and died. His spirits haunted the shore nearby ever since. But the legend that everybody believes is that, so there's one that says that it's a guy traveling looking for his fiance. One says that it's a person on a shipwreck also traveling to see his fiance. There were bad storms. He dies because of that. But there's been, it's, I think it's been over 200 years. Oh. And they say that he's like a permanent resident of Polly's Island. It says a young woman was walking the windswept lonely beach, not far from her parents. Her childhood sweetheart recently died in a tragic accident on the island. Mm. And he was traveling by ship. He was gone for several months. They're so excited to see each other. He took a shortcut and traveled into a marshland that he was not familiar with. Oh, no. So he died that way. Mm. So then um, he disappears. The lady goes home to tell her dad, hey, a figure appeared to me. It said, leave this island at once. You're in danger. While I was waiting on my lover. The parents are like, She's got a pretty decent head on her shoulders. Like, I think we should actually believe her. The family left Polly's Island the following morning. And that night as they were sleeping in the safety of their inland home, a hurricane tore apart the island. The hurricane destroyed majority of the homes there, but their home wasn't touched. Wow. Yeah. Because he warned her. Yeah. So people say that he's been there for forever. The gray man's been there for forever. And he wanders up and down the beach. And if you see him, it is a really bad storm headed your way and you need to get out of town. That reminds me of like the Mothman where he's supposed to be like a harbinger of. Yes. Yes. You know, a disaster's coming uh-huh there's one more legend that claims the gray man actually is um one of the original owners of this house on polly's island called the pelican inn and this pelican inn we actually drove by it it's a beautiful old house and this guy was a member of like a wealthy rice plantation family he was privately tutored by british tutors he was 12 when they moved to England because they wanted him to attend school there. So they were all super smart, super classy people. And then eventually they were like, we're going to move back. And then there's this girl, Emily. She is the sister of one of Charles. Charles is the gentleman that had the British tutor and all this. Okay. So Charles' best friend's sister is Emily. Yes. So Emily, her father is an English baronet. So their parents didn't approve of each other, but they went through with it anyways. So Charles was like, I'm going to go back home and talk to my dad about wanting to marry Emily. Like, I just, I really want to do this. And his dad was like, fine, we'll agree to the wedding. And Emily's dad and Charles' dad began to, like, compete. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So I looked up a baronet real quick because I was like, well, isn't that a title? Like, why was that? It's like a, it's barely a title. It's like the lowest level. It's basically a commoner who gets to be called sir. Yes, exactly. It's just like, okay, (laughs) I don't even understand how that's a thing. He feels fancy. Okay, Megan. (laughs) So they got married August, 1874. They stayed at Hagley Plantation, which was one of the dad's gifts. It was super nice. It had tons of acres, rice fields, and just really close to the Hagley Plantation was Polly's Island. So they were like, you know what? We're going to build a summer home there. So they did. They would go there often uh, when they were tired of work, which I don't know what they did for work, but sounds like they were exhausted because they visited what is known as the Pelican Inn often. mm So their second floor faces the Atlantic. The second floor of the Pelican Inn? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Of their summer home. Mm -hmm. So they had some things happen during life. Like, it kind of honestly reminds me of The Notebook, which you've never seen. Mm -hmm. But, like, they go to war. All this stuff happens. But he comes home in the end. It's the end of the war, and he gets tuberculosis. Oh. And he's pretty much on his deathbed. Charles? Charles, yeah. And they were just like he's dying. He needs to be with his wife. All the people he's in war with, like, send him home to be with her. And he asks two of their devoted servants, is what this article says, to transport his body by canoe down the Waca walk- Wackama Wacama mm, don't know river. Mm-hmm. Wackama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And uh he wants to be buried next to his father in the churchyard of all Saints whack Wackama, Wackamole Episcopal Church where he and Emily got married. Okay. They you know, he took good care of like the summer home, he took good care of all the people around. He was just like all around a nice guy. So um everybody that knew him after he passed was convinced that he stuck around to watch over it, over like everybody, and that he's the gray man. Oh. Yeah. And so the Pelican Inn was his. Yeah, and so they think that that's why he's there, is because he stayed home, but he wants to watch over the town. You're right, right. Well, that makes sense. So he warns everybody if there's yeah. problems. Well, that goes along with kind of his actions. Yeah. Because I was trying to figure out, like, if he was, if the gray man is the guy who, you know, got lost in the marsh and lost his love or whatever, then why would he stick around to keep warning people? Unless he's just reliving saving her every time, you know? Right. That's true. So is the gray man who you convinced Sophie was... There. Oh, for oh, yeah. sure. Yep. <laughs> so, you know how the sun shine, or the moon shines off of the water and then onto the sand and you can see like shadows, especially if mm-hmm. there's like big birds down there. Mhm. Eating ah. the, the cannonball jellyfish, which were terrifying.
1: Yes, you guys. Kara um, kept
0: sending me pictures of jellyfish. <laughs> 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 Just constantly trying to remind me that <laughs> how I don't like to go in the water. We hate the water. <laughs> I would always tell my kids too, cause I couldn't there were several days that Tyler went golfing or not. He didn't golf several days, but there were days that he was like golfing. And so I was like, guys, I can't like come save you. I've got all life like this. Don't get eaten by a shark. I was like, you don't like go up to water up to don't here. Don't you dare get eaten by a shark. I don't have time for this. <laughs> but Willow's problem is she has zero fear. -hmm. Of the ocean and she, she really needs to. I don't understand how we raised her. Well, but listen. How do we raise her this way? Her eyes are so strong to like focus in on anything in the water. She saw a stingray before anybody even knew what was going on. She saw every single jellyfish like coming in on a wave and I'm like, how do you even know that that's there? That's wild. But then Soap's like under the water catching, she caught 22 hermit crabs and built like a, like a little Coliseum for them. Well, of course she did, Kara. (laughs) I love your kids. Well, I love learning these things about different places. That way it gives us like places we can go. And if you guys have local lore like that around where you live, we always love getting those stories. Sometimes you all send those to us, but just another call for those. If you have something in mind, you want to send us, I guess that's all we've got for this week. Yeah. Don't let the boo hag wear your skin. My little boo hag. You're my little boo hag. I'm gonna start calling all of that. My little boo hag. <laughs> little boo hag. Oh, she thinks that's funny. Good. She loves mom jokes. I tell you what, it's the best. <laughs> yes, it is. It really is. Uh, okay, thank you all so much for listening. <laughs> we love you all so much. Yeah, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>